This week we begin the third Sefer of the Torah. The Parsha begins with the word Vayikra, and he called. Hashem called out to Moshe Rabbeinu to teach him the laws that he would transmit to Klal Yisrael. There's an interesting anomaly in how the word Vayikra is written in the Torah. The last letter of Vayikra, the letter Aleph, is written in a small, undersized script. The Balaturim explains that when HaKadosh Baruch was dictating the Torah to Moshe, in his monumental humility, Moshe wished to describe Hashem's revelation to him with the same uncomplimentary word he used for Bilam, Vayikar, without an Aleph. Not a preordained calling, but rather a chance meeting. So Moshe said to Hashem, I beg of you, let's put in some sort of reference so that everyone shall be aware that this is so difficult for me. This goes against every fiber of my being. I have not reached this lofty level where Hashem himself calls out to me. But Hashem insisted that Moshe include the Aleph as an expression of affection. So too humble to do so wholeheartedly, Moshe compromised and wrote a small aleph. In contrast, the first letter of the opening word of Divrei Ayamim, which chronicles the genealogy starting with Adam Arishan, the aleph of Adam is written in a large oversized font. What is the underlying message behind the small aleph versus the large aleph? The Svarim Agdoshim explained that Adam Arishan was formed by Hashem himself, fashioned in the divine image. Aware of his superior qualities as the Yitzir Kap of Shalakadosh Baruch Hu, God's handiwork, and the crowning glory of creation, Adam became somewhat haughty and proud. The large Aleph in Adam's name indicates his narcissistic and pompous attitude, which ultimately led to his downfall, with the sin of the Eitz In contrast, Moshe Rabbeinu was also aware of his superior qualities as the greatest prophet to ever live. He knew that he was the conduit for Torah for all eternity. But rather than cause him conceit and arrogance, this awareness brought him humility. So how did Moshe, the greatest human in world history, maintain his humility? Rav Dessler explains, Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't delusional. He recognized his talents and his greatness. But he reasoned, I can't take any credit for my greatness. They were all given to me by Hashem. Had Hashem given my skills and credentials to another person, he would have accomplished even more and might have climbed to even greater heights than I have. Moshe understood that true humility and a productive self-image do not come from denying one's talents, but rather from acknowledging that they are all bestowed from above. Moshe recognized that his impressive capabilities were granted to him as a gift from Hashem. Therefore, he felt no egotism, but rather a tremendous sense of responsibility to actualize that potential. Adam Arishna and Moshe Rabbeinu were both great men, and they were both aware of their greatness. But in Adam, this sense of self-worth caused his disgrace, whereas in Moshe, it evoked humility. Moshe was the prime example of the well-known statement of Chazal, whoever flees from honor, honor will pursue him. And that's why Hashem insisted that Moshe write Vayikra with an Aleph, so that all future generations be aware of his greatness. They say a story about a Yid that lived in Raden, who was a big Talmud Chacham, but who apparently liked covered and lots of it. And he would tell everyone that would listen that he was a big Talmud Chacham and he let it be known that he wanted people to honor him because of it. The people in town were able to discern this and as it so often happens, Davke did not give him the cover that he sought. 
And the more he wanted it, and the more he demanded it, the less they treated him with honor. One day, this Yid came to the Chafetz Chaim, and he said, I am a big Tamad Chacham, and I'm worthy of covet, but nobody gives me the due respect. I don't understand. I know more Torah than any of these people, but they do not give me the honor and the deference due to a Tamad Chacham of my stature. And the Chafetz Chaim told him, Now I understand the Mamar Chazal that I was always struggling with. Chazal say, Whoever runs after honor, honor will flee from him. Why did they add the word kol? They could have simply stated, Haroidav Achara covered. Said the Chafetz Chaim, we know that koil is Larabos. The use of the word koil always comes to include something more. What is the word koil adding over here? And the Chafetz Chaim tells this man, Koil teaches us that even someone who is worthy of covered, if he chases after it, it will run away from him. Then the Chafetz Chaim added that there's also a coil at the end of the statement. Whoever flees from honor, honor will chase after him. This coil teaches us that even if someone who does not deserve honor, if he acts humbly and runs away from honor, honor will pursue him. Then the Chafetz Chaim tells this man, I personally witnessed the fulfillment of this second coil. Look at me. I'm not worthy of covet, but my whole life I run away from it. So people give it to me anyway. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.